Hey, James, do you have a holiday question for me? Because I have one for you. All right, tell me what, what's your holiday question? I have one for you knowing that you have strong feelings about this. Uh-oh. About something related. Strong good feelings or bad things? I feelings. think bad feelings. Oh, but, but wait, before we get to my real question, I just got this email. I'm curious how you'd respond, not how you'd respond to this, but how you'd feel about this. We just got an email from a family friend, someone we really like a lot. Dear us, so-and-so and I are having our annual holiday shindig on blah, blah, blah date, hoping you can save the date and be here. Real invitation to be sent out later. Now, here's the problem. I really like these people. I'd love to go to their holiday shindig, but I've never been invited before, and now I hear that it's an annual thing. So now I'm thinking they're finally inviting us because, like, maybe their good friends died. Oh, so, so maybe now you've made the bar. Now, whether a friend died or you got better somehow in their eyes. Yeah. Uh, this is a thing we do every year, but now you can come. Wow. So would know. that keep you from it? Would that keep you from going if you wanted to go? Because I do want to go. I like these people. Uh, yeah, I would go if you like them and they invited you. I'd say the past is the past, like whatever. You would? How, yeah. do you, how do you get to be like that? How do you get to be that enlightened creature? <laughs> I mean, I would think about it and it would probably bother me, but the more you think about it, the more it's going to bother you when here the, when the actual facts are you like them and they invited you to a party. Yeah, but then I get to the party and I look around at all the other people and I think, oh, they had the eggnog last year. Maybe it's annual and now they're opening it up to friends instead of just family. You you, you just don't know enough information. James, you're, you're kind of making a big assumption that... Um, that, that Everybody in the world was invited except for you until now. For all we know, they just, um, do they did they move to a bigger house or maybe their family is not around this year so they're in- inviting friends? James, you're too kind for this world. You're just a good-hearted person. You, I, I, you always I, assume the not worst in people. I don't know if that's always true. Maybe it's just true for uh, for this podcast. All right, well, let me ask you, here's a, hol- here's a holiday question that um, has consumed me for a long time. Have you ever gotten a you know, someone who sends around a gift or card, an annual card, and then they send you the one that says, in lieu of giving you a gift this year, I or we or our institutions made a charitable donation to blah, 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 blah on your behalf. How do, how do you feel about that? Um, I don't like that because if I don't approve of the charity— um, then, then I feel like they might have done a disservice. What if that charity is a bad charity and you like happen to know it's a baby ba- seal killing charity, like the charity that funds baby seal killers? Well, just in general, like it's very hard to do due diligence on a charity. You don't like giving to charities at all, do you? Well, I, again, I, I actually do give to some, but I think most charities abuse the laws even slightly so that they kind of up their administrative costs and fundraising costs and so on. And they're more run like profit-seeking businesses. And, and use the smallest percentage possible legally uh, required minimum that they spend on the actual charitable cause. So, for instance, I won't name any names. Name but some names. No, I, I, I it's don't. just a libel suit. Come on. <laughs> I don't have any names in front of me, but I will tell you a charity I do like is Women for Women International. So, if anybody wanted to donate to that one, they help women who are uh, in war torn countries, like who are parents, and they help them build them into businesses and so on. But I think a lot of charities, I would say like 90% of charities are actually not that great. And so I think it's good then to find somebody to help you find uh, good charities to put your money in. So we should say there are um, 
sites and organizations that actually do this, right? That measure the efficacy of different charities. There's, I guess, Charity Navigator and some others. So if you want to find out, for instance, the share of money that someone raises that's actually going to go to the purpose that they say they're going to use it for, you can judge them. And I, I think there is, a, I know there is a big movement, like with Give Directly. There, there are a lot of people who feel the way you do. And in fact, I should say I feel the way you do as well. And to me, it's even broader. It goes beyond what we think of as just charitable giving. It goes to nonprofit and philanthropy generally. And, and the whole idea that there are these institutions that are set up to solve different kind of problems, whether it's poverty or um, education, access to education and so on. And I would argue from what I've seen and from what the data show, because there's some good data on this, that nonprofits and philanthropies are on average just terrible. And and the biggest reason I say that is because you can't be half a business by saying, you, you can't do you can't operate half the way for-profit businesses do by saying we need money to do this thing right that's what businesses do they say we need investment or we need capital whatever so that we can build a product or a service right charities want to do that part they say we need money to do this thing you can't do that without doing the other part which is delivering some ROI or some return on investment and not just reporting it which charities don't do but actually doing it so if you look at the way the charity whether charities actually accomplish their stated goals, even if it's one simple goal, we're going to buy, you know, a thousand pairs of shoes for people in this town. It is unbelievable how hard it is to find out how well charities do. And I think the reason is that most of them don't do very well at all. Well, I think there's no real accountability other than financial accountability. And I think in general, most charities are up against also severe obstacles like, you know, corrupt governments and so on. But I really like what I call, and and you've even written about it a long time ago, what I call uh, micro-charity. So you find a special situation, which, you know, we're not all, you, you and I are not qualified to help in every situation, right? Like, we can't help people who have, like, some mental illness or whatever. So that's certainly charitable cases that need help. But you find some situation where you can help and you are qualified to help. Maybe you read it in the newspaper, someone's house burned down and now they need a, a place to stay for the holidays and you could put them up somehow. You know, I, I like to find very specific micro situations and help those micro situations as anonymously as possible. I like to help those out when I can. When I myself need help, it's harder. When I can help, then I try to help. Take a moment to listen to this message while we figure out where this answer is headed. This is an important mid-podcast announcement, and it's about your underwear. We all know it needs to be comfy, snug in all the right places, look good, and feel good. You don't just want to wear your underwear comfy. You want the world's most comfortable underwear, and that's me undies. And now that I've actually tried the product, I can say that's true for sure. I can't believe how good this underwear is. I feel like I'm born again. It's like it's like I'm a baby where I got put on the softest diaper for the first time. Anyway, every pair of MeUndies is made of micromodal fabric, which doesn't sound sexy, but once you feel your MeUndies, you'll never go back to regular old underwear again. With MeUndies, you'll feel more comfortable than ever before, and I cannot say it enough, that is true. MeUndies has a ton of different colors to choose from. It's the only place to find styles for both men and women, and a new signature design every month. They also just launched a new boxer line. It's like wearing nothing at all, only better. Well, I'm not sure about the better part. 
And with the holidays around the corner, MeUndies make the perfect gift. Trust me, these are not your parents' stocking stuffers. So go to MeUndies.com slash question right now to get 20% off your first order, plus all orders in the U.S. and Canada always ship for free. MeUndies even has a money-back guarantee. If you don't love your first pair, you get to keep it and get a full refund. You literally have nothing to lose. Order before December 13th, and your MeUndies will arrive in time for Christmas. For 20% off your first order of the world's most comfortable underwear, head to MeUndies.com slash question right now. That's MeUndies.com slash question. How would you feel, like you say, for yourself, it'd be hard to receive that. Why would that be so hard to receive? Uh, like, I don't what know. if you talk about a problem that uh, you have? I have been going through that lately, and people have been helping me with a certain situation, and I feel like I'm being a burden on other people mm. when I talk about my uh, any situation involving me. I feel even though I'm very honest in my writing and I'm very sharing, just when things are immediate and you're like in crisis mode, I don't like to burden anybody. And, I feel, and, I, know, and that's a psychological thing. I don't know why I well, feel like a burden. But you know. When you talk about generosity, whether it's charitable or whatever, there is the old idea, I assume it's old, I've heard it for a long time, that one of the greatest gifts you can give or one of the ways to be most generous is accepting the help of other people. I I agree, and I've been trying to pay attention to that, but that's intellectually, I feel that, and still emotionally, you grow up with what you grow up with emotionally, and that takes... Intellectually, you can change your mind in a second over something, and if someone makes a reasonable argument, I'll say, yeah, that makes sense. But emotionally is more of a practice because you react to emotions in ways that you don't always understand. And uh, uh, I think that is hard for me to change on a dime. It's hard for anybody to change on a dime. It's more, but you become stronger for it. Like if I understand something intellectually and then I move emotionally towards that understanding as well, I think you become a better person for it but I just think it's very difficult. It requires practice to not react in your traditional ways of reacting. Hey, let me ask you this. Um, One reason that charitable giving spikes so much in the holiday season is because in this country, uh, charitable contributions are tax deductible. So in order to get them into the tax year, you know, a lot of people use the calendar as a kind of final nudge to, to give money to some organizations that they want to give to. And that's the fact that you are rewarded in the tax code for charitable contributions is one reason why, not the only, that the U.S. is, I think, the world's leading uh, charitable contributors. I think we give about 2% of GDP every year, which I think is more than any other country. Really? Yeah. We're remarkably— In terms but, of but percentage saying- of GDP, so um, I don't mean to sound this like capitalist or not, but uh, there's, in some sense, excess wealth, right? So— you know, there's a bigger income gap in the U.S. than many other countries. So you have someone like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, between the two of them, have donated $100 billion to charity. So that's two humans, almost 1% of GDP, um, you know, on one, whatever year it was they did their donation. So that was two people out of 300 million did that donation. Yeah, it is. Um, so there are scholars who know a lot about this. One of my favorites is named John List at the University of Chicago, who's learned and uncovered a lot about charitable giving. And basically the question he's always trying to answer in different contexts is why we do it, right? So do we do it, you know, and there are all different rules. Maimonides, who is, we now know as a kind of Jewish scholar, who's also an MD, he had the eight levels of charity, each greater than the next. And the greatest level, above which there is no greater, is to support someone by giving them a gift or loan, or, this is the part I like, entering into a partnership with him or finding employment for him in order to strengthen his hand until he no longer needs to be dependent on others. And that's like Mm microcharity. So that's when you personally 
get involved and do what you can to help as opposed, I feel like kind of the blind giving to charity, I'm not going to criticize it because maybe it does help many people. I don't really know. You might know more than me, but I feel like that sort of relieves us somehow of some ethical mm. burden. And when the reality is it's not just about money, it's about going into a situation and saving a life, mm. you know, or doing what you can. Maybe because it makes you feel good. Maybe because it makes the other person yeah. feel good. Like who knows if it, I'm not judging whether that's even selfish or not, but there's some qualitative difference between what I call micro charity and just like giving a donation. So it seems like the giving season is coupled to the year end holiday season in part because of the tax code, right? The calendar year, but also in part because we think of the holiday season as a time when one is meant to be introspective and charitable and generous and so on. What do you think would happen, however? What if we unbundled it? What if we said, you know, let's start a movement, a new charity movement. Let's say that, A, we want to increase the efficacy of our charitable dollars. We want to change the the way that nonprofits operate and, and just make them better, help them be more professional, help them actually solve the problems that they're trying to do rather than just kind of taking the money, do their best, and not be transparent, right? Let's say we want to make it better, but let's also say, what if we started a new holiday or a new holiday season and it's, you know, the the season of giving? And let's say it's three weeks in May that's not connected to the holidays, the year-end holidays, which have all these other, you know, wrinkles, and it's not connected to the um, year uh, the end of the calendar year for tax purposes and created that as this time of kind of intense introspection and retrospection about what we can do and how we should be doing it. You think it would be better? You think more dollars would be raised and that they'd be spent more wisely? No, I think, again, like I think people realize, a lot of people realize the need to do something charitable. They don't really know a way to do it. Like I think if you just tell people to be introspective, they don't know what that means. So... I don't know what a solution is. I think we're we're sort of bantering about the solution here, okay. which I think works. Right. But uh, I think people do need to think more about it, but they don't have, they think that, okay, if I donate to this big charity that I'm doing something, I'm curing whatever disease. Uh, uh, yeah. but, but often only 3% of that money is doing that, and the other 97% might be doing something else for that charity. Okay, so <clears throat> so basically what you're saying is that you and I are in on this question totally worthless, which I tend to agree with you. And so I think what we should do is look, question of the day, you know, millions of people end up listening to this show. So I think we should ask you guys, you listeners, tweet us at QOD and tell us simply this, what in your view is a good, not the best, but a good way to think about reforming giving charity? It might be just something that you do that you feel is really... Um, beneficial or efficient that makes you feel really good. It may be a kind of charity that you feel is really, you know, gets the job done. But tell us what's a way to make charitable giving better for everyone involved. Tweet us at QOD. And James, we'll look at what they tweet us. And I'm guessing that you and I will learn a lot. And by reading them, everybody else will learn a lot too. Maybe we'll donate to one. This was fun. If you liked it, check out our next question of the day. We'll have a preview for you right after this. Again, we'd like to thank MeUndies. Your underwear needs to be comfy, snug in all the right places, look good, and feel good. Every pair of MeUndies is made of micromodal fabric, which doesn't sound sexy, but once you feel your MeUndies, you'll never go back to regular old underwear again. 
With MeUndies, you'll feel more comfortable than ever before. MeUndies has a ton of different colors to choose from. It's the only place to find styles for both men and women and a new signature design every month. They also just launched a new boxer line. It's like wearing nothing at all, only better. And with the holidays around the corner, MeUndies make the perfect gift. Trust me, these are not your parents' stocking stuffers. So go to MeUndies.com slash question right now to get 20% off your first order and order before December 13th and your MeUndies will arrive in time for Christmas. Heck, get them for Christmas and get them for Valentine's Day too. Plus, all orders in the United States and Canada always ship for free. MeUndies even has a money-back guarantee. If you didn't love your first pair, you get to keep it and get a full refund. You literally have nothing to lose. That's MeUndies.com slash question. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll be back next time when our conversation will go something like this. What is a good New Year's resolution to make? I don't think there is such a thing as a good New Year's resolution. And I think that's sort of common sense is that every day I want to eat well, move well, sleep well. I want to spend time with friends. I want to be creative and I want to you be You want great. to beat me at backgammon. <laughs>